This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast with Theology and DJ Fat Rain. What's going on, world? Welcome to the Music and Mental Health Podcast with Theology and DJ Fat Rain. Last month, I had such a blast having Eddie Edward on that I decided to do it again this month, but with a new guest. This guy is beyond amazing. Uh, he hails out of North England. His name is Dave Martin, and if you don't know of him already, well, you'll know him now. You gotta watch out for this guy. He makes just absolutely incredible music. No matter what he touches, it turns to gold. So Dave, thank you for being on the podcast this month. The next hour of music that you hear will be from Dave Martin. And then after that, there will be a discussion on mental health topics with yours truly and Nathan Ashby, a.k.a. DJ Fat Rain. But first, as supported recently by Ferry Corsten, this is Eddie Edward with Sunsmack. Enjoy. This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast. Summer. 
This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast. of you who know the podcast will know this one that was dave martin's remix of count on me by addy edward and up next is a banger by Kojin called how will i know i hope you enjoy
I think that might be my favorite track by Dave Martin. Uh, it's gold. Actually, it's called Yellow. <laughs> Dad jokes, gotta love them. And up next, we've got I Am Mountain and Novex with The Forgotten. Enjoy.
after I heard that remix is when I truly, truly fell in love with Dave Martin. That was his remix of Hansel by Wade Watts. And up next, we've got the Mayor Levy remix of Sink the Lighthouse by Above and Beyond. Enjoy. Sink the Lighthouse
darkness closing We're decomposing We're made of starlight From a cruel and dark night We're guilty crushed out We're left in no doubt We'll cry the eyes out If we sink the lighthouse
And with a few less tinny saw stabs, <laughs> that is our remix of Anjuna Family. And by our, I mean way lots. Um, up next, we've got Andrew Bayer and Genix with Love You More in my next life mix. Mm, this one's a banger. Enjoy. This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast with Theology and DJ Pat Lane.
Music and Mental Health Podcast.
that track was ID ID. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but I like the mystery. Keeps things alive. To close out the podcast before we get to our mental health discussion, here's Oliver Smith versus Tritonal and Paris Blome featuring Sterling Fox with Color House, Dave Martin's mashup. Hope you enjoy. This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast.
folks, that concludes the music portion. Without further ado, here's the discussion on mental health topics with yours truly and Nathan Ashby, a.k.a. DJ Fat Rain. Hey, everybody. I am Theology. And I am DJ Fat Rain. Uh, this is the Music and Mental Health Podcast, Episode 5. Uh, today, we are sponsored by Hot Dog Island on the middle of the Cannon Falls River. <laughs> if you want a nice sausage while well, you are tubing down the Cannon Falls River in Minnesota, look no further than Hot Dog Island. Wieners for all. And we don't need to say <laughs> don't sue us because they won't sue us. Yeah, I don't think they would. They'd be like, thanks for the free promo, but also don't, don't, don't sue us. Yeah, please don't sue you. us. Please, please, please don't sue us. Um, we, we, I just really liked your hot dogs. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Oh, what do you want to talk about today? I was thinking maybe um, we would start with talking about breathing because that's something mm. that um, I feel like can really help your mental health. Um, it has helped me in several scenarios. Um, you know, I've did it a few times even at work this week where I was really frustrated and I was just like, <sighs> you know, a few times and I felt great. Um but I know that you know more than I do about the benefits of breathing um, in, in a mental health context. Or maybe you don't know more, but you, you've acted well, like you do in the past. So Definitely, definitely keeps you alive and going. You know, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, true. That is true. That's a, that's um, a big one. Right. But I remember in life coaching sessions with you before, uh, before a few of them, we would do some breathing exercises and that mm -hmm. really, really was great. Uh, what, what were your thoughts and why we, why we did that? Because I would never have thought of that. In specifics to coaching and any type of conversation like that, it allows both parties to settle and align energetically and create connection, but also just within your body, whatever you're coming into the session with, whether you're feeling anxiety, whether you're feeling excitement, whatever it is, it just allows you to temper that down, mm -hmm. clear your mind, become present with yourself and become present in the conversation. Sure. Do you want to do three right now? Sure. Okay. So just going to close your eyes, sit in a comfortable position. I'm going to take three deep breaths and there'll be a count with it. So breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're going to do a five count. So breathe in through your nose. One, two, three, four, five. Hold for two, two, and release for five through your mouth. One, two, three, four, five. Hold for two, one, two. Breathe through your nose for five, two, three, four, five. Hold for two, one, two. Exhale through your mouth, one, two, three, four, five. Hold for two, one, two. Inhale, one two, three, four, five, hold for two, one, two, exhale, 
one, two, three, four, five, and then just keep your eyes closed and sit with this for 10 seconds or so. And just feel into your body. Relax. And become present with yourself. How do you feel? Amazing. I always feel amazing after doing that. And yet I don't do it often enough. I, I don't know why. This, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last time around autopilot, right? Yeah. Breathing is a very natural function for us. We, mm -hmm. we breathe out in general thinking about it. Right. When you actually really focus on your breath, it's actually a lot harder than we think it is. Because when you breathe in deeper and you fill your lungs, you're like, oh, I can't actually breathe for as long as I thought I could. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> And then you start freaking out. You're like, no, just slow it down. Like it's a process. And it also increases lung capacity. Sure. Very good for focus. Because if, if you're always in your head, breathing, especially within meditation, is an, it's a very important way of centering yourself. If you ever start having thoughts and you're going off track, you, you always bring yourself back to the breath. Right. Just Yeah, man. I remember using Headspace for a while. Mm -hmm. Um thanks to you in fact you gave me that month uh sub for free we're not I sponsored did. but yeah. if you want to we're not reach out. if you want to please um <laughs> and uh no that was they actually did that a lot i'm pretty sure it was like pretty much before every single one they had you breathe mm -hmm. and then they talked about something and then did they end it with a breathing exercise i don't know i don't remember but i mean it, it would have been beneficial regardless yeah yeah it's important yeah. and it's something we don't think about on a regular basis, but it can make a huge impact on your life. And it's not just for meditation, right? If you think about, I always love to talk about phrases that are used commonly in society, but you don't really think about meanings or origins, right? Take a beat, like take a breath. Like from your musician point, so it's like, oh, I just want you to take a beat. Yeah. All right, take a second for yourself. And instead of reacting, take a breath, breathe, and allow your don't allow your nervous system to take over. And it's allowing you to be in more control of your response instead of letting your autonomic nervous system take over. This is why I said earlier, you know more about <laughs> breathing than I do. And I am not a full expert. Yeah. Like I just I just right. practice. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's what's up. I mean, I just, I would never have been able to whip out the autonomic nervous system in that sentence, like ever. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome, dude. So um, what are some ways in which you have noticed that breathing does help you um, in your mental health struggles? It gives me a chance to get out of my head and go back to that, that phrase of, I am not my thoughts because not everybody is in the head a lot. There are people out there who don't have a internal dialogue. Yeah, that's they, true. Which is crazy to think I know. about. Like I remember when I was young <laughs> and I mean, this must happen to everybody, but we all have our own personal experiences as we're learning about the world around us and how other people are. 
I remember very distinctly, like, do people see things the way that I see things? Like mm. my eyes and everything. And, you know, it's the same thing with our thoughts. We, we kind of assume that everyone thinks. Yeah, I mean, I, has, I did. has a process. Until I recently found out that, yeah, not everybody has that. Because they verbalize everything. They, they speak their minds instead of, you know, holding up here, processing, yep. and then mm-hmm. verbalizing. So thinking in your head can be great, but that is that separation of ego and that, okay, is this thought process helping me or harming me? Is this a story that I've been telling myself for years? And this is a really interesting thing that I've been kind of working through personally with my mental health is that other stories that we tell ourselves do they come from someone else? Did someone else, so did someone say when we were five years old, eight year old, 20, 10 years old, whatever it is, did someone out there say, you're stupid, you're an idiot, you're not smart, you'll never get anywhere in life. And you took that on as truth. And then you repeat that to yourself and then it becomes truth. Yeah. What happens when you start telling yourself a different story? And I was going to bring this up because, I mean, yes, you, you can say, like, I am not my thoughts, right? But um, could I perhaps say I am not my negative thoughts? Because I feel like you can become your positive thoughts. And that is what you were just saying there, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? Yes. And I think but that can be a slippery slope because okay, that, that that is subjective. I one guess person's, that is true. One person's yeah. positive can be another person's negative. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So there's ethics and various other things, but yes, you're not yes. wrong with, within general, right, but right. for your own personal journey, right? You're ugly, you're fat, you're stupid, you're this, you're that, you're that. And if these stories and thoughts are stopping you from living your life and living your potential, can you just say, you know what? People say I'm stupid, but I also have the capacity to not believe that. And I'm going to put the energy negative thoughts require a lot of energy we yeah i mean drama numbness terror news social media like all of these things require energy yo and it's draining if you're watching like too much negative news like oh my gosh like there's a point that i like just don't even watch the news because it seems to always just be negative yeah exactly it's like never almost never so you have to keep a limited window because we only right. have so much brain capacity. We only have so much time. We only have so much presence. Yeah. And if we're giving all of our presence to other people, what do we have left for ourselves? Right. Exactly. Then I remember I used to tell you an analogy in our coaching sessions where it's like, if you wake up in the morning, you have a full glass of water and to go back to our previous conversation, you read social media for an hour, you mm-hmm. get up, you read, you know, you look at the news before you've even really started your day, you've already gone down to a half glass and you have to like, it gets even dimmer from there. So when yeah. you get back from work at five, six o'clock, wherever it is, no wonder you're exhausted. No wonder you have nothing for yourself. No wonder right. that you work in the five day a week rat race and you come back on the and you look forward to the friday and the weekend you're like yeah it's saturday right and you get like a day and a half of dealing with all the things you didn't have time or energy for during the week 
and then it's Sunday and it's Sunday at seven o'clock and you're like, here we go again. Yeah. What, what did I just do this entire time? Right. And now we're back in the grind once more in a few hours. That's like, that's exhausting. Yeah. And do that for six months, do that for a year. And no wonder people's mental health is in the toilet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there is a lot to be said too about the whole work climate that is, you know, going on in the world right now. Um, where, you know, people are like workers, I feel like are finally starting to like have rights, like, wow, what a concept. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're realizing like, yeah, no, I don't want to flip burgers for seven twenty-five an hour and literally struggle when this corporation is worth billions of dollars. Like, yeah. Um, but th- that is another thing too, to talk about, right. Is this whole rat race, um, I know you mentioned it um, before we started recording here. Um, And, you know, that's something I have been thinking about a lot. Like, is it possible to escape? Is it? Even if you are in the rat race, which I know many of us are, what tactics can we take to escape it to the best that we can with where our current situation will allow it? You know, I want to give a lot of disclaimers here because I, I realize that not everyone can just up and quit their job and become an influencer and yay, happy ever after. Like, what if the whole economy did that? Like, it wouldn't function, right? You know, so um, yeah, I don't know. What, what are some of your like? What are some of your thoughts there on uh, you know tactics that that we can use? Is it's it a very- fuck yes or is yeah. it a fuck no? <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that uh, last episode. Yeah, yeah. To to go deeper than that. If you wake up every day and this is something I've struggled with. If you wake up every day and you breathe that sigh of here we go again. That sounds like a fuck no. And it's not as easy as just saying, oh, I'm going to quit my job and start a business. I mean, some people can do that. Right. They have that ability. Some people can't. So we, we live in a society where it's all about instant gratification. We've been trained to get the dopamine fixes everywhere. Right. Like scroll, 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 instant slot machine, dopamine, new content. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. Yeah. And think longer term, like you can have a two year plan. Life can get a lot easier when you have an end point and you say to yourself, no matter what happens on this day, I'm out. Like I've, I've worked towards this and think about what's in your life. What's a fuck. Yes. Hmm. Like think about what makes you smile at this second. It could be people call me plant daddy. Cause I love my plants. Although there's nothing in this room <laughs> at the second. So I just moved into a new place. Yeah. 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 But I love <laughs> my plants. It'll be filled with Soon glorious enough. plants. Yes. Yes. Glory. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. Plants. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, Mr. Pothos. Um, <laughs> but think about what's a fuck yes in your life. Yeah, for sure. And happiness is something that's been sold to you. There's the adage of like money can't buy happiness. 
it can buy temporary happiness right money can give you the ability to have long-term happiness because you can be out of the struggle and it's it's that piece of what money can change mm-hmm. right if you don't have to worry on the daily about paying your bills paying your rents these kind of things you can be more present it's more about what brings you fulfillment yeah i suppose like and and i know when i originally posed this question to you it was really broad right because like it's it's just it's a broad question how do i mm-hmm. escape the rat race uh cuz to a certain extent i feel like you know some of us are going to be in that right mm-hmm. but there there are ways there are things to do um have you ever read the 4 hour work week good old tim, tim ferris yeah yep. so I know that that gets referenced a lot in like self-help, you know, guru status. I read that book. I thought it was good. Um, But with everything, as with everything that I do in life, I eat the meat and spit out the bones. And um, I do remember uh, there was one portion of the book that I especially liked um, because, and and this ties into some stuff we were talking about earlier, as far as the news and stuff. the low information diet. Mm. Do you remember that part of the book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the low information diet was um, basically, it's pretty self-explanatory. It is like it sounds. It's it's taking in as little information as possible besides what you think is very important. And I, I don't remember like exactly what he said in there. Um, obviously some people could correct me or whatever, but um I do remember him saying that, uh, you know, only, only check news. Like, like, I think it was like once a week or something, or maybe he said not at all because like any news stories that are prominent would, you would just hear about them probably because people talk like that's how it is. Um, and I really like this concept of the low information diet because, you know, we live in a world where content is being bombarded at you 24 7 365 at all times heck this is even i guess you could consider this content <laughs> being bombarded at you but you know we're not actually sponsored by uh surf shark vpn yet so um <laughs> i guess we have a ways to go but uh <laughs> but that said um i think that uh if if we have the ability to sift through um and know what information uh we should be taking in and what information we shouldn't be taking. Cause there's a lot of crap out there. Um, that is one way that is one tiny minute step that we can take to escape the rat race. And here's why as we are refocusing our efforts onto things that matter, we have more energy to spend on other things. Think about it. Cause you said earlier, you're like, yeah, negative thoughts require energy were those your exact words? I don't remember Mm -hmm. if they were. Okay. Yeah. So negative thoughts require energy. A lot of the information out there is negative information. It's not good. It's not beneficial. It's, it it doesn't help us at all. And so if we're limiting that kind of, I guess, intake, that is one minute way we can escape the rat race. And now you're saying like, oh, well, you know, Matt, that doesn't help me escape this job that I hate. Right. Um, 
but baby steps, right? I want to talk about this concept as well of death by a thousand cuts. I think Mm -hmm. that is a really, really, really cool concept. And I have applied this in my life in so many ways. And it's this whole concept of, well, yeah, they might be tiny cuts, but after a thousand, you're dead, right? And if if we retranslate that and we think about that as I'm going to do something for myself today, it could be the tiniest minute little thing. But after a thousand times of doing it or a thousand times of, you know, doing things that are good for the mental health, good for, um, good for your brain, um, a thousand times of saying, no, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to scroll on social media and TikTok for an hour today, a thousand times of, you know, for me personally, a thousand times of I'm going to work on music, whether it be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever at least I did something because doing something is better than nothing. And I feel like once we have the wherewithal to go about doing that, we are taking steps toward escaping the rat race, make self-improvement steps, go on YouTube, like look at how to look at how to like, you can do anything you want. If you just go on YouTube and learn how to do it. Like I've done that with so many things. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can't learn how to like fly because humans can't fly. Like I'm not, don't be stupid. Right. (laughs) In our um, minds. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm ranting. I want you to talk now. I'm sorry. That was enough. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. It's all it's all valid stuff. I I I read the the Daily Stoic, and this one kind of came up and it kind of applies to this where it's a quote, it's like circumstances are what deceive us. You must be discerning in them. We embrace evil before good. We desire the opposite of what we once desired. Our prayers are at war with our prayers, our plans with our plans. So this is just yeah, expand the, on that. the conflict of saying one thing and doing another. So when someone says, I want to meet a really nice person who's going to bring this this into my life he's gonna be nice he's gonna be this but you still continue to go to bars and take home jerks like you're not living with what you're saying if you like oh i want a better job i want a different job but you don't put any effort into it what you're saying is positive but your your actual action is negative within it because you're not following through with your desire so there's a conflict And when there is a conflict within that, you're never going to win. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of Hobson, Ill Mind. I think it's five. It's a music video of him in this like basement. And he's he's basically like rapping at people that are like, like what the one example you gave of like, you know, the person who's like, oh, I want like a Romeo, but you're still doing all this other crap. Like he really lays that out really well in that in that song. But anyways, that was just a, a side all right. note. Um, I got a segue. Yeah best music video of all time in your in your personal opinion like what comes to mind instantly uh, uh, <laughs> um goodness i don't really watch music videos that much but aha, back in take, the day like aha take on me it's legendary okay. yeah absolutely that Chris. was so ahead of its time yeah. seriously yeah yeah what about you three mcs and one dj by beastie boys i will need to see that because i never have it's a great music video <laughs> Well, you heard it here first. 
<laughs> Three MCs and one DJ by Beastie Boys. I like that. All right, I'll, I'll watch it after the episode. <laughs> got got throw some music in there, but yeah, yeah it's this di- it's this dichotomy of words versus action, mm-hmm. and a really great book to read if no one's read it. Four Agreements. It's a very short book, but you will reread it a lot of times. And you know, one of the agreements is you have to be you have to honor your word. Mm-hmm. Because within spirituality and everything else, like, oh, everything is energy. Yeah. We are energy. Everything is around us energy. The chair you're sitting in, the ear pods you have in your ears are all based on energy. It's carbon, blah, blah, blah. Right. When you say something, this goes back to our, our talking about stories and the stories we take on. Mm-hmm. you're an idiot i am saying to you and i'm putting well they say black magic right sure sure i've yeah. said i have said something to you that now you have to think about and take on like am i am i an idiot am yeah, i stupid right. well did i do that last week oh my god i am and now suddenly boom words are power yeah words are powerful and if you always say to yourself, I'm never going to be gray, I'm never going to be successful, I'm never going to be this. But on the other hand, you're saying like, I want to be. Okay, they're, they're at conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. So align them. And you can say, you know what? I know people have said this in the past. I don't believe it. I'm going to do this. And then you actually put the, energy, the action and energy into it. Now they align. Yeah, totally. And that story starts to fade. And then what who gives a shit what other people think about you? <laughs> yeah, right. You have you have literally zero control over what someone's opinion is. We judge people in the first 10 seconds, and that's all based upon our life experience, our biases, whatever it is, right? We make automatic judgments about people, whether we like them or we don't. And we always and usually, think we're right. <laughs> and we always think we're right. Yeah. And unconscious bias has a big part to play in this. Right. You know, if you go out to the mid, uh, the, the South and you meet some rednecks, you're like, oh, you're just a redneck. You, you're stupid. I mean, there's plenty of smart people out there who yeah. come from redneck backgrounds. Seriously, dude. Yeah, that's so, very true. Never judge a book by its cover, man. Ever. Yeah. Oh so God. separate yourself out. And if people are feeling that way, maybe they're intimidated by you. Maybe you're being so amazing. Maybe they're trying to put you down because they they within themselves feel terrible about themselves. So it's really easy to put someone else down to make yourself yeah, feel better. Very much. But so. we take that on as as us, right? When in general it isn't. Yeah, um, it's kind of a I guess a closing thought. Um, you know, since I'm a human being too, there are times where that has happened so. to me, and I yeah, and I have yeah, I am a robot. No, <laughs> I, I have definitely had to, um, you know to come up with a tactic in order to kind of, I guess, combat that. And usually what I do is I look in the mirror and I look straight at myself and I tell myself good things. Have you tried writing on your mirror? No. Take a dry erase, take a dry erase marker and you can write on your mirror and you write things to remind yourself in the mornings. I have seen that though. I do like that concept. People shit on it. 
like eh, but it's like you know what like it's, it's a daily reminder when you wake yeah. up when you're brushing <laughs> like imagine for two minutes a day well more than that let's say four minutes a day morning and night you brush your teeth what else do you have to do apart from brush your teeth and stand there yeah you have it in front of you right you can do exercising which i do as well i do stretching nice. while, I, while i brush my teeth but that's awesome it's right there in front of you dude yeah and, and again that goes back to the death by a thousand cuts that's a little tiny thing that you can do to elevate your mental health because yeah like i'm thinking back to uh when i was brushing my teeth this morning well i don't really remember it to be honest because it was just going through the motions it was mundane i was just brushing my teeth mm -hmm. whereas what if i did have something written on my mirror to remind me and then that's what i thought about for those two minutes boom you do that a thousand times you're on top of the world wow did we just unlock the <laughs> the key to lucky charms Woo! <laughs> oh i can't remember the last time i had lucky charms yeah um we're, we're not sponsored say, by them either but yeah we're not sponsored by them yeah. either please don't sue us <laughs> don't sue us please don't sue us <laughs> i would say my my closing thought for people are it's like what stories do you tell yourself that have a negative impact on your life that have been told to you and ask yourself are these actually true Right. I would say, what stories do you repeat to yourself that others have told you that are not actually true? Yeah. 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 Totally. I like that. Yeah. Because chances are they're not true. And if they are true, think about it this way. Maybe they were told to you when you were 10 and you took that on and now you're 26. And now they are truth because you allowed yourself to be your truth. Yes. And I, I hate the phrase, live your truth. I, I don't like that. I kind <laughs> so of think subjective, it's, yeah. It's, it's very subjective, but there are, truth is a very subjective thing. Mm -hmm. But truth is what we accept. And that's something that we're dealing with within our society in a different way. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, right. That's, that's yeah, but <laughs> that's a lot. Truth is malleable. And it's what you accept. Right. If you want to live a better life, find what that looks like for you being healthy going to the gym finding a better job make a plan find what fulfills you think about what stories have been told to you and what you believe yeah yeah absolutely um i remember uh the last uh episode or was it this episode i don't know my memory's already but <laughs> uh you were talking about uh being a completely different version of yourself, like down the road. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you just said, the whole, like, maybe somebody told that to you when you were 10. And now in this version of yourself that, that you are as 26, you become that because you believed a lie. Well, acknowledge that it's a lie. And then move forward from that and realize that, you know, heck, maybe even when you're 27, you're going to be a different version of yourself. And if you don't believe those lies, you'll be a better version of yourself. And I know people out there thinking like, oh, this is easier said than done. It's like, yes. Yeah, it very much 100%. is. 100%. Yep. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start and somewhere. And it, and it starts with a thought. Yep. So take this thought, put energy into it, think about it, write things down, and start the process. Yep. Because only Small you can things. Only you can do this for yourself. Exactly. Nobody else can do it for you. And it's better to start somewhere than to not start at all. Remember, death by a thousand cuts is a powerful concept and you can accomplish a lot if you apply it to your life. Mm -hmm. Yep.
And on that note. Yes. Um, if you guys want to continue the discussion, link to the Discord is down below. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a like. Subscribe. All the things YouTubers say. Yeah. Support us so we Yay. can support other people. Yep. That's that's really all we want to do um, in this weird yeah. world we live in. We just want to be that tiny voice that says, yes, mental health matters. Uh, Nathan, DJ Fat Rain. Great talking with you as always. Check it up. <laughs> Say I love you to somebody today who's important to you in your life. Yes, that will be absolutely crucial. Hey, I love you, Nathan. Love you too, brother. Mm, love it. All right. All right. See you guys next time. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs>